travel, it's one of life's greatest pleasures. When we journey abroad, we discover new places and meet fascinating people, but we also gain perspective and take on a wider view of the world around us. That was Trevor Ranges, and I'm Scott Coates. After more than 25 years living and working in Asia, we've developed an amazing network of interesting characters throughout the region. Talk Travel Asia is our way of sharing them with you. Plug in and get connected to hot tips, interesting perspectives, and expert travel advice as we cultivate travel insight through intelligent conversation. Welcome to Talk Travel Asia, episode number 62, Packing Tips. For this episode, we decided to crowdsource, asking our friends and fans on Facebook to help us brainstorm the topic. Packing is always a bit tricky. You never know exactly what what you're going to need. You don't know what the weather is going to be like. There's always things that you bring that you don't end up actually needing. And then you bring things that you think you'd need, but you didn't need. Um, Even after packing for years and traveling often, I never seem to quite get it right. this is Trevor Ranges um, here in Bangkok, Thailand with Scott Coates, who mm. is actually going to pack tonight for a trip for tomorrow. I, no, I'm going to pack tomorrow, which will be Saturday, for a trip to China. And I'm going for almost two weeks, and I have to take 40 kilos of stuff because everything from team building, so I've got ropes and cones and things, mm. to like business clothes for our company's annual general Packing meeting. tip number <laughs> one, don't forget the cones. Don't forget the cones. Yeah, I've got some orange cones. Yeah. I need those. I'm a notoriously horrible packer. And I pack heavy all the time, despite you know running a travel business for yeah. 13 years. And I continue to travel heavily. You would think I should be a well-oiled Jedi of it by now, and yeah. I'm terrible, man. Like, well, terrible. it's weird, you know. Like again, I I think that there's, you always either bring too much or you don't bring enough. Like, and that's and, just it. The one time I think I've done better, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm, I really need another T-shirt or whatever. Yeah, you know, my dad, uh, he's a famously spare packer so i've heard um he brings so little clothes on a trip uh lots of times he just assumes that he can buy t-shirts or whatever along the way like i'm local yeah which is actually kind of a good you know know, i traveled to acapulco and all i bought myself was this t-shirt yeah Yeah, yeah. um well it is actually a great thing that you don't necessarily need to bring so many t-shirts because you can pick them up along the way Uh, yeah things like that or the other thing my dad does is he brings t-shirts that he doesn't want anymore and then once they're dirty he just throws them away so people are like hey people of honduras you're gonna see the worst looking yeah so he either so either brings no suitcase or he comes home with no suitcase yeah and yeah the one time we were actually coming back from Colombia when i was a little kid and he didn't have a checked bag and i did i was like seven or eight years old and and the customs actually asked me like what's in the bag kid and my parents were gonna answer and they're like no we didn't ask you we asked the kid yeah because they thought my dad was using me as a drug mule. Well, of course, because here's a man probably in a tank top with no suitcase coming back from <laughs> Colombia on a family holiday. Yeah, In exactly. what, like the 80s or yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> That's um, a pretty good one. So he's like a Jedi packer because because he doesn't he really doesn't. care. Yeah, and, and it's pretty simple for him. Now, again, like... It depends on what type of traveling you're doing, and we'll talk about that a little bit lower. About like, you know, are you bringing like a rolling suitcase or a backpack, or are you yeah. going for a business trip, or you know, are you going just for like a long weekend? Like, I think that's one of the tricks of, of packing is that every different type of trip requires different types of packing. Yeah. So you can't just be like, oh, I'm an expert in packing. You might be an expert in packing if you're like, oh, I have to go on a business trip once a week or, or you know, like, mm. but if you're doing different types of trips, you have to do different types of packing. You know what? I thought I sucked at packing. Maybe I'm not that bad at packing. Maybe it's just that I actually bring a little too much, but I rarely get caught without 
the headlamp or yeah. the, the, the something, the article of clothing I need for a certain sport or like the speaker or, you know, I mean, well, or ropes and cones, man. <laughs> ropes and cones. You know, but like it, it's only a problem to bring too much if you're going to be moving around a lot. Like if you have to carry your bag often, then yeah. you don't want to have too much yeah. stuff. So there's always that challenge. So I, I have a, we're going to start with my top three packing tips and maybe you can give a few tips sure. and then we'll get into the, what our, our fans and friends and family yeah, yeah, gave yeah. us. Let's hear it. What okay. is Trevor? So, so Trevor Ainge's top three packing tips. Um, number one, always bring more underwear and socks that than you think you'll need. Um, generally speaking, I bring all the socks and underwear I own except for one pair that I leave behind so that when I get home from my trip, you even if everything's fresh. dirty, I have like one fresh pair. There you but, go. Like, you know, a lot of people agreed with me on this one, including uh, your friend Darren Scott, uh, yeah. who said if you're going to a hot country or doing lots of physical activity, you'll need good underwear and lots of it. This is a quote that won't chafe because nothing is worse than swass. Yeah, you get swass pretty quick. <laughs> walking around I don't know what is, but I, but I know that putting on a pair of dirty socks is is horrible. You know, like yeah. I, I and and socks and underwear don't take up that much space. I throw them in a stuff yeah. sack. Um, I'd much rather have more socks and underwear yeah. than I need. Okay. Good one. Good Number one. two is always bring a swimsuit. Okay. Um, number one, you can always use it as underwear in the event that like you run out of underwear. Okay. Even for girls, you could wear like a top as a bra you or something. You have a like speedo. That, you know? um, but the thing is that like you, even if you don't plan to swim, you never know when yeah. you're going to get invited to a hot tub party. Yeah, or you end up in a, a race or something. Yeah, it happens. And, and, and a swimsuit doesn't take up a lot of space. No, no. Always bring a swimsuit. In the, always whatever. bring the swimsuit. That's a good one. Um, and then number three, which is. It's a little bit maybe insightful, but uh, never do laundry the night before your departure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, especially here in Asia where, like, you don't necessarily have, like, a clothes dryer. Mm. Um, you don't want to pack wet clothes. No. And, and again, you know, my girlfriend, she's kind of infamous for breaking this rule. So yeah, you uh, she, she just did it again yesterday. Um, but but it, it happened to me once where I made this mistake, and now it's a top three rule. Like, don't do laundry the night before your departure. In general, I tend to pack like a week before I leave. I like to pack early. Well, you know what? I, I don't want to say these are my top three packing picks because I was just thinking about them over dinner. But it segues right into one of mine. And this is so anal and nerdy. But, like, my first one is start early. So that goes right down to the laundry. As I, like... Days before, think about what am I taking, and I make sure that stuff's clean, or I get it in the wash, right? When yeah. I leave with clo clean clothes, and then I'll, I'll lay out clothes days before. It's so lame, but, like, how many pairs of underwear, socks, dress, sport, get those outfits yeah. out, look at shirts, think how many days can I wear this, and how many days of certain meetings or activities. Yeah. Get it laid out before. That. I, I pack it's way early. Yeah, I think it's a great I lay it on a bed. Yeah. Generally, I lay it on a bed. And I put the suitcase up in the bed, and I start placing things yeah. in a few days before. It's a, and, it's and if a, you pack early, then you can actually like see how heavy it is. Maybe you want to take some stuff out. You know? Yeah, I'm lift mine. I'm pretty good. Like yeah. I know, like ooh, 19 or 21. Or I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty good at it now. So that's a simple one. You know, another one. It's just really basic, but like I carry all the essentials in my carry-on bag. So, I mean, you want your computers. I have a toothbrush and toothpaste. I always do. Yeah. Sometimes I even take a thin pair of athletic underwear and yeah. roll them up and put them in there in case the bag's lost. Not oh. all the time, but then you've got to change the shorts, right? I put spare socks in my carry-on. Yeah, that's not a crazy thing. Yeah. And then, you know, I make sure that I have the headphones and all that but and a headlamp. You know, yeah. I even sleep with one next to my bed. This is crazy, and I'm not like an end-of-days guy or anything. Yeah. But I have one near 
my bed at home and I always put it somewhere where if it's dark and I need a headlamp, I'll have one because mm. you never know. Like a city could black out, something crazy. No, I, I, I have a mini like, mag light and, and yeah. you mentioned that earlier, but so, flashlight, yeah. Yeah, key. headlamp, I always travel with one. I keep it somewhere. Yeah. And then one that's maybe, you know, I'm going to go over the three. Um, an easy one, there's lots of mapping tools. Yes, we <laughs> no, have I thought that was the next one. <laughs> oh, um, is simple thing. Open Google Maps of the place you're going to be when you have Wi-Fi. And then even if you don't have a local SIM card, you can walk around. So if you have Wi-Fi, open, say, Ho Chi Minh City when you're there. Yeah. Leave the restaurant. And it'll show you on your phone, even without a, a local SIM, where you are on the map. Super handy. I star restaurants. I star places. So I don't even need a local SIM, and I can find myself. Yeah, Google Maps. Packing Google tip, Maps is key. And I think we're going to talk about this towards the end a little bit, like some of the modern technology aspects of packing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I even print out my Google Maps. Like, at least the page that has the hotel on it. Good one. And then the other one, sorry, we're keeping it three, but is I travel with a few... 100 milliliter plastic bottles and it should have 100 milliliters written on it and i put usually jack daniels or a bourbon in so i'll have like one to two so one is yeah is about three ounces and i find like if you're flying bangkok to ho chi minh city an hour and a bit or even to hanoi yeah, it's funny. I was like, wait, you could fit like eight of them in one of yeah, those no, quartz Ziploc bags. Yeah, that's a bit much. But I have had like two bottle flights, so that's six ounces. And yeah. So you order a Pepsi or whatever and some ice, and that's an essential one. So those are good ones. So we're just going to go through, I think, you organized what people said. Yeah, I sort of cut and pasted everything yeah. that people contributed to us, and uh, and then we'll just riff a bit on that. Riff and shout out. So yeah. thanks to everyone. You really made this one possible. So okay. what's the first one here? Pterodactyl? Great, that's her handle. And Gretchen Alther. I know Gretchen um, Alther. Both recommended packing cubes. Yeah. Um, which I'd actually never heard of. He's a rapper, right? From yeah, Atlanta, packing, packing cube, cube. right? Yeah. The traveling rapper. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just assumed maybe they were something like 21st century stuff sacks. Mm. Uh, Tara says that they're key to her travel packing, um, that they allow you to keep your things shaped like a square or a rectangle. So everything's. Mm. So, so is it like a stuff sack that's like. I realize I haven't had one of these. I had a Rick Steves travel branded kind of packing bags. Yeah. So they would kind of serve that purpose, but they didn't pack them tight. But yeah, just you can keep things in shapes, I guess, and really pack it down. I've seen airtight ones, too, where it's be a cube, but then it sucks the air out. And so you end up with this vacuum sealed pack, too, that yeah. keeps stuff really small. Huh. But, yeah, because mm. yeah, even like Janita Calder, who gave some great tips today, um, she was a third vote for this cube concept. Um, but she used cloth drawstring bags, which I think huh. is, is, again, going with the stuff sack thing. Okay. Um, and, and I like the stuff sack for, like, socks and underwear so because you don't want to keep the things loose. Mm. I guess people would want to use the cubes if you're having, like, dress shirts or if you're going on a business trip or you, you, know, you don't want things all wrinkled. I've had a – I mean, it's not a big concept, but I've had a few cubes. And I'll use one, yes, yeah, say, for all underwear, socks, and, like – bandanas and things like that i like the fact that then you could then unpack easily and everything's compartmentalized you could take it i've taken them right out and put them into when i've been at a proper hotel into the drawers and on the shelves yeah sometimes right so yeah they're they're pretty good okay so check out i'm gonna look into this i don't know what they are so you know interestingly enough i only recently bought my first like suitcase suitcase i'd always used backpacks yeah i remember there was a time where i crossed into the suitcase (laughs) suitcase lifestyle it's like a lifestyle choice yeah yeah yeah. okay um our friend janita also had the clever idea of of packing garments from the inside out from the bottom up so she was saying that like if you don't have a packing list but you don't want to forget anything you start with like your socks um and then your shoes and your underwear and then maybe like shorts 
so you dress yourself in your yeah, mind. you dress yourself like all right what do i need so like the last thing you would put would be like sweaters or like a raincoat or yeah. a hat and and so you're thinking about like actually what you would be wearing That's as, as you're layering the That's stuff into one. your bag nice yeah thank you That's... um also janita agreed with max horsley um, who follows the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy philosophy of always bringing a towel. It's a good one. I don't do it, but it is a good one. You know, I'm more of a sarong guy. Of course you are. Um, and sometimes I bring two sarongs. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, a sarong is great as, like, a beach towel or a towel, towel, towel. Toga. Or you could get yeah, a toga. Or, toga. Or, like, a blanket, like, yeah. if you're cold and stuff like that. Pillow on a bus. I, I have a good microfiber travel towel. Uh-huh. But I feel like every time I bring that, I don't use it. And whatever. Yeah. That's one of those things that, like, it's the Murphy's Law. Like, you, you only need it if you don't have it. But the sarong or two sarongs seem to be, like, always useful. Yeah, I don't follow the towel or sarong rule, but I think it makes a ton of sense for people. And then Jeff Wigmore had a really good one that I've done. And, you know, I think it does work, although I don't do it regularly. And that's roll, don't fold. So I guess, I mean, dress shirt's probably not going to yeah. work. But a lot of stuff. T-shirts. Yeah, if you kind of t-shirt, kind of give it maybe a fold and then just roll it up. Yes. Yeah. It keeps it compact. And it, it kind of, they look pretty good when they, they come in. And then Matt Innes and uh, Reed Ridgeway says, bringing a plastic bag for dirty clothes and shoes. I do that all the time. And he says he has an oversized Ziploc that's for shoes. That's me, the over- oversized Ziplocs. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one to keep I like Ziplocs up. for shoes because, like, you know, they can have some dirt on them mm. or, they, or they can smell. So I find, like, big Ziploc bags. I have them, like, in my shoe cupboard. Yeah. So whenever I pack, I just have the Ziplocs right there rather than plastic I carry bags. some plastic bags, and I have kind of a dirty laundry bag that will fold and like you can close the bag and fold it so nothing gets out uh, and i throw on wet shoes and stuff in that and then that's good too nice. it's kind of a waterproof bag but it's a thin fabric foldable yeah. fabric stuff sacks work like that as yeah, well yeah. and i think going back to to jeff with the rolling and dope folding i think that works better on the backpack like if you have a backpack yeah like rolling things keeps things like not quite wrinkled you know they're like a little bit uh because when you just stuff things or you try to fold it in a backpack, it, it doesn't quite work. I see the next tip is from another Scott. We kind of have my cousin on one yeah. show. My really? cousin Scott Engelmeyer says, don't forget your flip-flops. Um, I, I don't, Scott. I never go anywhere without flip-flops. Maybe not to Canada's Arctic, but in the No, but I would bring them anyway just for like cruising around your hotel or yeah, whatever. You never you know, know, right? Yeah. Sticky carpets. They pack flat, Yeah. so they don't take up a lot of space. They usually, on my backpack, I have like... There's like a dedicated space for the, the flip Yeah, I, I think know? I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and you can kill cockroaches with them too. <laughs> These are good because you get some like whack. Yeah, They're and, just and, functional. And again, like Scott mentioned them because like in the shower you can use them uh, to protect your feet from like some sketchy shower foot, fungus, man. athlete's fungus. That. That's easy like to get yeah. around. That's a good one. Yeah. I know that there's uh, a lot of debate and even with first aid and like – I, in my mind, think I always travel with first aid, but then I don't because of space and weight. Yeah. But you know what? Like, God, I got a good little first aid kit with, you know, cleansing alcohol, band-aids, gauze. I've got ciproflaxacin. I remember the SA, the SA first aid kits were great. Yeah, yeah? yeah, they were great. They have everything you need. And, I mean, you never want to open a first aid kit. So if you do carry it, you're winning. But, you know, some people carry it all, some don't. But a proper first aid kit takes up quite a bit of space. It's, mm. it's kind of bulky, you know? It doesn't, it doesn't. But the day you need, like, I even... Uh, carried the glue that you break a vial yeah and you could pinch your skin together and like drip oh, the glue right. on it if you can't get sutures because duct tape man duct tape's a good one but I yeah my, i think my... a first aid kit's good i don't always do it but i have yeah. a good first aid kit 
yeah. and I take it reasonably. I think frequently. we both agreed on the Cipro. My my first aid kit only has three things in it. It's band aids because yeah. you need band aids. Imodium because okay. if you need to be on like a fourteen hour train and and you got the runs like. Otherwise, I don't take Imodium. Yeah. And, and Cipro, because like... Cipro flexes. Yeah, because sometimes you need antibiotics, and, and sometimes you can't... Like, I've traveled to remote areas, and, like, I just want to have Cipro just in case. Yeah, that's a tummy one. And, you know, when I started traveling to Nepal, our Nepalese guide said, look, like, if you're on trek and your gut is not good, just take Cipro, don't wait. And within 24 hours max, marked improvement. So, yeah, I, I kind of Not keep... even just your gut, like, like tonsillitis, yeah, yeah, like yeah. all sorts of... Uh, yeah, so... I mean, infections. it's worth researching the basic ones and carry carry one or two. Now, the mozzie repellent, that's a tough one because, uh, like, DEET, like, mosquito repellent with DEET is important if you're going to areas that have, like, malaria or dengue fever, you know, mosquito-borne diseases. Um, lots of places you can find DEET quite easily, but, like, I... I I don't like to take anti-malarial pills. I'd rather have the mosquito oh, repellent. Don't take those pills. No. no. Um, but but having DEET in your bag. One time I had this stuff called Jungle Juice from REI. I've known Jungle Juice. That was juice, like eighty yeah. percent DEET or something like that. Yeah. And the thing opened up in my bag and just like Dude, everything got like. Gotta wear that in Canada. Deep. And you know when I lived in Malaysia a couple of years ago, the typical kind of like off is about nine percent DEET. Yeah. And I had uh, it didn't do it. No, it you need twenty percent. Dude, yeah. So yeah. I had to get this stuff from Canada, and it had twenty some percent deep yeah. because the eight, the nine with sweat didn't work. Those no. mosquitoes in the jungle in Malaysia were like, <laughs> yeah. So like, I don't like to Take travel some. with with liquids necessarily in my bag unless it's beer, which we'll discuss a little in bit Ziploc. lower. Yeah. Um, but we did touch on the the flashlight. I like your headlamp idea because that's yeah. pretty handy. I have a mini mag light, which mm. I think is one of the greatest things ever. I mag gave it to Banksy on our awesome. Europe trip, and then I wrap a black duct tape around the handle one. of the mag light. Um, and, and I, I re up, like I have to like rewrap it every few trips because I actually end up using the, the duct tape duct pretty tape regularly. Like, I don't have that. And you don't want to bring a whole roll of duct tape, but since you got the little mini mag little bit. already, um, just wrap some duct tape around there. Just and you got enough. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Um, did you meet Yuki? Yuki was, uh, in my APLP cohort. I don't think I met Yuki. Yeah. Yuki's advice was to uh, wear bulkier jackets and sweaters on board flights, um, which is obviously a good tip. Um, yeah. He said, roll up socks and put them inside of shoes. I do that sometimes. That's yeah. a pretty clever yeah. idea. Um, but uh, our friend Brian here in Bangkok had a better idea, and he said that you should put beer inside of the socks. Very good one. Yeah, which I actually do. You put the beer inside the sock, yeah. and then you put the, the beer sock inside of a Ziploc bag, uh-huh. and then you roll that up inside of a, a pair of pants or a t-shirt or something like that. Right, right. Well, on, on the topic kind of bag selection, <laughs> yeah. our friend uh, Rob McCurley, who lives up in Luang Prabang, uh, Laos, he's from Canada, said you really need to first know what kind of bag you need. Do you need something with wheels, like a suitcase? with wobbly wheels that go in all directions or do you need a backpack because you're going to be on your feet a lot there's a place you're going to have good transportation so that you know having a rolling bag the whole time is practical yeah good sidewalks you know i see people coming down my street in bangkok (laughs) there's no sidewalk and holes with rolling sidewalks so the point is you got to really think carefully about the bag and you know i always think too is even if i have a heavy bag I'm like, am I going to be able to carry this up and down a few flights of stairs? Because, for instance, even places like Kyoto or Tokyo, most of the subways have escalators, but you'll inevitably get to a couple entrances or exits yeah. that don't. So think, like, can I actually, like, 
pick this thing up and get it up and down a few flights of stairs. Yeah. In the case of a suitcase, a rolling one. Actually, you know, Yuki also had mentioned that, like, what he does was he actually puts a backpack inside of his check bag. So even huh. if you have, like, a rolling suitcase, yeah. bring a backpack inside of that bag as just, like, an extra bag in case you want to, like, bring some stuff home or something. Or Banksy, when she went to Europe, like, she went to Switzerland first, and so she could use the rolling bag, mm. but then she brought the, a, a backpack inside of there so that she could leave the rolling suitcase with her friends in Switzerland, and mm. then she could use the backpack to, to cruise around Europe for a while. I put, like, a rice sack kind of bag, or, like, a yeah. thin, thin material bag. They sell these bags made out of rice sacks here yeah. and flatten my bag, so if I'm going to be buying stuff, then you can always get it home hmm. that way. You know, on the note of bag selection i learned a really good trip before my first ever backpacking adventure uh when i was in high school our, our latin class uh went to greece for a month and a few weeks before we left on our trip our latin teacher made us bring our packed bags to school mm -hmm. and then she made us like walk outside the school and walk for like a mile or two carrying our backpack just so that we would know, okay, like, you're going backpacking, you're going to have to carry this bag around. Do you have enough stuff? Or is it too heavy for you to carry? That's a great, great thing. To yeah, and you mentioned it, like, with, with, the, with the, the suitcase and can you carry it up a flight of stairs. Yeah. But, like, if you're going backpacking, like, don't carry more stuff than, than you can carry on your back without hurting yourself. For a while. Which is common sense. It is. I mean, you don't want to look like a moron, like, rolling a bag down your street in your city to test yeah. it out. But yeah, in in your house, like lift it up, move it around, like just see how it really feels. And you know that reminds me actually. I, I think I have it right up there. I, I just recently bought a travel scale. Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I bought it at like Ross because it was like you know four ninety nine or something like that. Okay. But it's this great little travel scale because I've been whacked a few times with those expensive overweight fees, mm -hmm. and so now I actually bring the. The, the travel scale with me when I travel because you always pick up souvenirs and stuff like that you don't necessarily come back with the same weight that you had yeah and, yeah. and those those fees are expensive now man so I say pack the little travel scale go to Ross pick How one heavy? up for you a few travel bucks. with one yeah really yeah I'll How show heavy you is it? Here, we'll show it to me now yeah, no all right okay you're gonna have to do it now yeah. go ahead go on to the next one so I'm gonna hit two here. Uh, one of them is from one of our most loyal listeners, Lori Larson, a friend of mine in Kuala Lumpur, and she says she's a Ziploc lover, something we talked about. And she says helps keep luggage organized, and that she can fit about five pounds of clothes into a gallon Ziploc bag. So she puts a certain kind of clothes in yep. there, applies pressure, and like kind of pushes out all yep. the air and seals it. And she knows how much weight roughly she can get in right. a bag, so it helps her pack. I like weight. the fact that it's five pounds. Yeah, I think you can also even take a vacuum cleaner. And you yeah. stick the vacuum inside and it like sucks the air out. I, I've you seen, put it on the back I've seen that on like a YouTube channel or something. Yeah, it's a really dirty Here's, here's my little luggage scale. Oh, that's tiny. Yeah, yeah, it like folds up like all like, I don't know it folds up exactly. But it's pretty small. You guys can't see it there, but it's a... Uh, you can hold it a couple convenient. fingers. I wouldn't travel with one, but it's interesting. Yeah, but I, it just depends. Like it, maybe you haven't gotten whacked with those fees, man, but... Yeah, and my like super best friend, Darren Scott in Calgary, says for him... He wants the good stuff for the good time, and he doesn't compromise. So he said, you know, it might be a good book or your favorite coffee. For him, it's music. So he has no problem toting around like a Bose Soundlink Bluetooth speaker. It's heavy. It's a 1980s boombox. Yeah, but he can, you know, <laughs> listen to music when he wants. And he can also create the party, right? Like he yeah. used his speaker at my wedding. Yeah. And I know that he's been places and people are sitting around. And if you can, like, crank on the tunes, and nowadays almost everyone has a device that can collect by YouTube – 
or by by Bluetooth. Yeah, he'll, the new he, Bluetooth ones are great. Yeah, he yeah. just loves the speaker, man, and it's a good one. You're the you're the party. I totally agree. I have a portable speaker that I bring with me, but again, only on certain trips, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and again, that reminds me, we were talking about like packing for certain types of trips and stuff like that. I used to have a beach suitcase that was always packed. And that had, is crazy. And it was that awesome. Is next level. Yeah, because we used to go to the beach so often. It had two hammocks in it, two inflatable rafts, a frisbee, snorkel and masks, sunblocks. It even had like a winger water balloon catapult in it. And <laughs> seriously. And it was like this big duffel bag I had that was just like the beach bag. And every time we had to go to Copangan or Kosamui or something like that, I didn't even have to pack. I was like, all right. For the beach, you just need like a couple of pairs of board shorts and a few t-shirts and a hat and then the, the beach bag, you know? So I think speaker, absolutely for trips like that. Like, I think you want to have like maybe a packing list. Maybe we should do that. How come we don't make packing lists? Why don't we have a packing list for like the beach packing list or, or you know, like the Hong Kong packing list or the, yeah, the, the active Trump. Uh, I'm going to Bali packing list. Okay, that's a good idea. We can aspire to do it. Okay. Yeah, you know, a good friend of mine, uh, Adam Platt Hepworth, uh, recommends, this is a really interesting one, although he owns a bike tour company, yeah. an assortment of cable tire ties. Yeah. So he said he likes the 40-centimeter ones because they can be really useful. Like zip ties. Yeah, zip ties. So he says you can use them to hook things onto your backpack. You can zip off the zippers on your bags. You can hold cables on your bikes. But it's kind of like along the lines of duct tape. Like it duct is tape kind and of a duct couple tape. zips. Yeah. Like, I, 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 if I had a few, I'd throw them in my bag. Yes. Yeah, and then Rob McCurley, who we mentioned earlier, he brings carabiners, right? He says you can hook things off bags and packs. Carabiners and, are good. You yeah, so, so he really loves them. And Adam also likes a 15-liter dry bag he puts it on his carry-on suitcase um he just find it has lots of use but i know you don't really use them yeah i i do own dry bags and again like if you're going diving you're going to be on a boat like they're obviously very useful but i just find that like they're kind of bulky you know like i used to have an underwater camera back in the pre-digital days it was like a 35 millimeter camera and housing uh-huh. and i used to just keep that in that bag and it was part of the like the travel beach bag so it was in there but i think ever since i gave up the travel beach bag i don't, I don't like the dry bag uh ziplocs work fine yeah, dry bags are kind of bulky. They I have that one that's like material that folds Yeah, from Nepal, and that one's good. And we keep mentioning Rob McCurley. And he had some good tips. Yeah, I mean, it kind of depends on your trip. Because, like, if I'm going dirt biking in northern Thailand, I am not doing this next thing. <laughs> or, you know, if I'm going only to the beach. Yeah. But travels to maybe big cities and stuff where you're not sure. He says he always takes a nice pair of jeans and, like, a nice black T-shirt and just, like kind of semi-nice casual shoes, right? They don't have to be fancy because you never know. You might be in meet people and they'll be like, hey, we're going to this bar or this restaurant or yeah. a party. And like he knows that the black T-shirt with just some casual pants, at least he looks good enough to walk into any of those kind of situations. No, a nice I versatile totally agree. Thing. It, yeah. it kind of goes along the same lines as the swimsuit. And uh, it mm. can be just like a pair of jeans that don't have any holes in them or just like a nice pair of chinos, like a pair of, like I had a pair of pants from Abercrombie and Fitch that were awesome. I've got and, like colored cords and one dress shirt that like i have some kind of like silk cotton blend lightweight shirts that like rayon in there baby yeah like something that 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 can with a collar you know like a collared shirt and and a pair and a pair of jeans or a nice pair of pants now usually like those things will get wrinkled in travel so i usually wear that on the flight 
Like, I'll wear my best outfit on the airplane, even if I'm mm. backpacking, just because, like, if you're going through customs, you yeah. don't want to get hassled. If you want to try and get an upgrade or something like that, it's good to be dressed nicely. So I say, yeah, absolutely. Bring one pair of nice-looking clothes, wear it on the plane, and then and then try and keep it as wrinkle-free as possible. I think his point, go like, to an embassy or something. versatility, I mean, it's a bit easier for a guy. Like, even, like, yeah. just some cords and a black T-shirt yeah. and something that isn't flip-flops or running shoes. Yeah, it can go a long way. It can yeah. definitely serve you really really well like rob had so many tips so he can, almost needs to be rob's show but i mean he <laughs> talks about packing your check-in luggage efficiently and this is a good one so you put in the heavy stuff cords at the bottom you don't need yeah and you have your laptop in such a way that you can easily unzip and just pull it out yeah for the, the x-ray machine which I, I hate do. those people who don't know it's how to go very, to the x-ray yeah, machine yeah, i'm ready like, to go you know like yeah. I, I even you know what a good packing tip is i here in thailand they make plastic belts mm-hmm. they're like plastic and rubber belts they some golfers wear them sometimes. Yeah, like a plastic and rubber belt is I always wear to travel because like I don't want to take my belt off. You know, yeah, I don't wear to travel. Um, but I, I, but I like some of his carry-on packing tips. To, to like, you should pack your carry-on bag so that you can get your laptop out easily. But I think also like you know I always pack some trail mix. So I have some I have snacks snack on the on the easy. plane. A pen. Um, yeah, pen always right. good. Those nasal inhaler like yeah. those menthol things. I have that, some that, fisherman, that friends. fisherman friends. Um, I always bring a magazine or a paperback book. Yeah, I do. Because, like, on Chinese Airlines, they won't let you use your phones, like, at all anymore. Or or now with the crazy U.S., like, no laptop ban, like, Mm. a a paperback book is really handy. Yeah, yeah. That's Um, all good ones. Yeah. What else with the carry-on? I think the carry-on, just have it really, like, pack it so that it's accessible, have your important things there. I like the fact that he said orient the laptop in a way so that you can charge it while it's still like in your bag usb you mentioned something to me earlier that was really cool i never thought about when you put your bag in an overhead compartment on a plane don't put it above your head put it in the seat opposite so you could see if anyone was ever going into it yeah that's kind of good for like trains and stuff like that i never thought about that that's a good one that's a good one um yeah, I don't know. I like to. I'm tall, so I can't really put it on the seat and okay. uh, underneath in front of me. Um, but uh, you know, I don't know. We never we never really covered this topic, but there's so many things. Yeah, I just saw there a padlock. Having a little padlock is great. I never um, use them, but yeah, really? it's a good one. I just it's locked onto the outside of my backpack. Right, like, so it's what, just there. Yeah, it's just there. You know, and, I had one uh, locked to my bag, so it was always there. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. A padlock can't hurt. I know some places in the U.S. and probably some other countries that make you unlock the padlocks. I'll oh. tell you, though. Well, my bag's not locked. It's just locked to the bag. Mm. So that, like, I have a padlock. So mm. that, like, you know, sometimes if you stay in a guest house, um, I'll replace their padlock with my padlock. Or sometimes, like, the, the safety box isn't, like, a combination. It's a padlock. Like, having a little padlock can be really useful. Yeah, and, and to slide into technology as we kind of round this one up, Jason Mundy, he gives a, a good tip of keeping a picture of all travel docs in his phone. So, customs forms, passport. This is one. Like, I have PDFs of yeah. my passport and all those, but, like, your tickets to take photos of things so when you don't have Wi-Fi, you can call up pictures of important documents. And along those like lines... Like, go-to booking. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, what I do is before I leave home and i still have internet i like pdf everything 
and then I save it. I'm an iOS user, uh, and so I save it to iBooks. Yeah. So like no connection, I can open iBooks, and there's my my Agoda booking, there's my tickets, there's my passport. Like that's a really good one. Have mm. all that stuff in your phone, loaded up, or your iPad or something. Yeah, I have like two different strains on that. Like number one, old school. Like I print everything out. Like I have I have print out copies of my passport. I have mm-hmm. print out copies of my air ticket itinerary of my hotel rooms. Again, like I'm I'm super into Google Maps, so I like plan things out on Google Maps before I travel now. But I'll print like versions of the google maps so i have them handy because you never know maybe your phone died on the airplane and you, you can't like use it or you. something like that Paper's you know? good. on the other hand like i started getting into like we were supposed to go to mauritius uh earlier this year mm-hmm. and uh you know i'm like well like what kind of apps do they have in mauritius like they don't have yelp but they actually have like an app for finding restaurants in mauritius uh-huh. and like they don't have they don't have uber in cambodia but i have an app for cambodia for getting a, like a taxi and stuff like that huh. so like packing your phone yeah is like a whole new thing now right like what are you going to pack on your phone like what apps what what pictures you what know, information and that's a good one like start a couple weeks out from your trip yeah it's just spend a bit of time and google like good travel apps country name here or yeah. town name here and like Absolutely. nowadays a lot like some tourism bureaus have good ones some taxi companies have a good app but yeah. there's probably two or three handy apps yeah. for bali bluebird right, yeah, the bluebird right. App. so like research what the used apps are maybe they're listing ones maybe they're transport but you'll find a couple good ones these days for each place you're gonna go it's, it's yeah. definitely worth it greg's bangkok Greg's Bangkok, our good friend uh, Greg. Oh, yeah, which reminds me. That was one of the things we wanted to mention before we wrapped up. Our friend Rune, he just developed uh, travel playing cards. Mm -hmm. So I think playing cards are a great thing to have. They used to give those to you for free on the airplane, right? Yeah, some airplanes you can still get them. So, like, I play solitaire on the airplane. You know, I like to play cards with people. My girlfriend and I play cards Cards all the time. Cards is a great one. And travelers play cards together. Most nationalities Um, know a couple common games. So, you know, as always we have amazing show notes with with google maps and all sorts of stuff like that we're gonna have a link to rune's kickstarter um campaign for his travel cards which he already fully funded in like a week or something like that but they're these great travel cards they're totally waterproof which i think is important because you want to play cards by the pool or more often you you spill drinks on them what are they called um what are they're called the ultimate travel playing cards i believe okay we'll put a link to those that's a cool one the last one i want to throw in too is carry a couple passport size photos oh yeah in your wallet wallet. yeah Yeah. i always but you know what like check your wallet and be like because you might have used them always have a couple passport photos Yeah. yeah passport photos are golden so Man, we covered a lot of territory. It's funny how these little topics we actually weren't sure. Is there enough to do packing? We should tips? crowdsource all of our Yeah, and I mean all of a sudden we have a lot of great ideas. So <laughs> yeah. there's a lot in the show notes there. So just go back and have a read through them, some neat links. But uh, I think we shared a, a lot of man, we should be able to distill this down. This is a master course in packing. Is yeah, what I know. Is. Now what are you gonna do when you get home? Are you gonna pack like uh Yeah, I, I have to figure it out. I've yeah, I've got laundry going, cones but I'm not gonna wear ropes and wet clothes. I do have have to move the cones and ropes to another bag 10 hundred milliliter bottles of jack daniels two to three <laughs> yeah. uh, it's gonna have to be jim bean but i do have to pack for china tomorrow which i dread anyhow thank you very much for listening this is scott Coates saying we'll be back in two weeks and trevor take trevor ranges coming back in two weeks we have absolutely no idea what we'll be talking about then no not um, at this point i think we have some interesting uh guests maybe skiing we have some interesting skiing guests uh yeah we have not yet up. done Let's, skiing uh, in asia so. yeah and it's summer so what what's so, what's Better a summer like skiing it. in asia yeah thanks for listening Thanks for joining us on Talk Travel Asia. 
We look forward to sharing with you again soon. Hey, Scott, do you remember the time we walked on top of the wall at Angkor Thom and 